So welcome back to Talk Spicy to Me. We finally got to record again, so I think we're on a roll. You know, we had a little vacation, mental reading breaks. Uh, you know, got to read the books, talk about them. So we actually did get to do our buddy read this month, and we were talking about Faded Mates for May. So Bree has the book that we read. Yeah, so we read Void, um, and we did mention this in our the end of our last podcast, but this is by Coralie June and Raven Kennedy. Um, this is the first book that at least that I've read of Raven Kennedy, but I have read Coralie June. Um, and this was a paranormal reverse harem standalone. And it's just, it, it does pack a punch. There was a lot that was in this one book. Um, we have Devika and her four guys, and um, they're all different type of paranormal beings. And she is forced to go and attend this school. And just like a huge, huge thing happens from there. Um, and of course, her four guys obviously want her, but it's a little bit of a bully romance before they get down to like the good stuff. Yes. I loved it. I liked the twist on the paranormal. It wasn't like other paranormals that I have read before. But Jazz, you're still kind of new on the paranormal. So what did you think? So I love it. I like, I remember I texted y'all. I was like, the possessiveness that goes down in the paranormal, it's just like, it hits different. Yes. Like that feral, just animalistic, like, I'm like, oh my God. And then this particular book, I was like, it is just like the three Fs. Fuck feed fight and i was so here for it line <laughs> and i love it it really is that's gonna yeah. be the episode's title yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i am all about it i'm all about it i agree um they were definitely possessive and each of them were like different possessive but like what i thought was different was you don't generally see a lot of species mixing uh, yes. It's either shifters, it's either vampires, it's either fae, it's either some type of paranormal with them. If they are mixing, it's only with one other species, I guess you would call them. This one, yeah. it was a fucking free-for-all. Like, I fuck you, yes. I fuck you, <laughs> are you alive? So I'm gonna fuck you too. Like, it was, it was fun for everyone. So She literally had a buffet. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> And I liked the fact that she was like an outcast. Like, yeah. she literally grew up her entire life thinking that, like, she was so unwanted. She wasn't even in, like, her own people's world. And then all of a sudden, she's, like, the biggest person known to man. Like, she is all and, you know, be all. So I really liked the twist on that. It was different. Definitely, like, faded mates, like, you're mine, you're mine, you're mine. And okay, if I have to share you, I'm going to share you, but you're still mine. And I like when she had her moment because I remember at the beginning, like when I first started the book and I was just like, this poor girl, I was like, this is a bully because she is just really going through. Like, I just feel so bad for her. So when she finally, I was like, I need her to like, just use that boy. Like, I know they told you to chill and tone it down. I need you to turn it up. Yes. So I was happy when she had that moment where she was like, look, I'm about to let loose. Well, 
it's funny because um, I feel like honestly, bully PNR RH is my crack, and it's such a contradiction to have a bully PNR <laughs> because you have this um, this super being who has powers, but it's getting bullied right. to the point where either they can't use their powers or they're looked at as less than. But in general, they are powerful. So I just right. I find it such like a like a very interesting oxymoron. <laughs> but it's so good. It's so good to it is. That's what it's I liked so about good. this. Um, you know, she had such a a crazy power. Like her species, I guess, or her um, specialty. Type of, her what? Her specialty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> her specialty power. The type. The type of power that her species is labeled as. I guess. She was so rare. I feel like it wasn't even like a lot of them either because mm-hmm. wasn't she was having to like communicate with like the dead because they, like they were so rare. Well, like, and they're also feared too. And I think it, yes. a lot of it, you know, because they are rare, people didn't necessarily know about them. But um, it goes back to what you're saying, Heather, about we don't really see too many like intermingling species mixes and you literally had every single yes. in this book <laughs> mixing as one and um the, the paragons is that what they were called yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. so like they were the paragons were like the leaders of their species like the most powerful at that time like they're raised to be a leader she had every single one <laughs> so, right my grocery list is, I need one of you. Oh, you're the strongest. Oh, I need one of you. That's big dick energy right there. Thank you. You come with right. Like, she was collecting. Like, it, was a, it was a buffet of book boyfriends. I collected exactly. flags. She was collecting big dick energy species. That's what she was doing. She was like, I want one of all of you. And she did. So, I mean, overall, I gave it, I think I gave it four stars. Um... Just because, like, parts of it were a little, like, confusing in the beginning for me. But I thought it was a very well-written book. Um, Spice-wise, it had some spice. Not the spiciest that I have ever listened to, but it definitely had uh, more spice than, like, YA. So I I would probably say it was, like, a three on my spice scale. What about you guys? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, a three. Um, Yeah. And then I agree with you with the the four um, stars. Only because, like, I think we read so many RHs, and, like, a lot of them are, like, more than one book. And so we get to get more of the characters, Uh like, more of, like, their backstory. And I was just like, I want more of them, like, when it ended. Last (laughs) scene in the the classroom with the desk. Oh, my gosh. If we could have multiplied that with, like, group activities. That is my favorite. That is what I, I look forward to. Same. So, I, uh, I will say that that one feed-in scene, though, I was like... Oh, with the smoke around the... Ooh. Hi. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you yeah. think... Just like having you, powers added in, just... Well, those few scenes that were, like, um, with each guy, like, you know, individually before group activities, um, they were spicy, but I, I think like I would have wanted a little bit more, maybe more, more scenes in general. But I, I do agree. Like I think like it was um, like a really solid four stars. 
Um, I just wanted a little bit more. And maybe that's because I'm nosy, but I love the details. And I just wanted <laughs> yeah. more, you know? Like, I, I loved that world. I just was had more that I wanted from it. Agreed. 1,000%. Yeah. And that's the hard part. And I have to give it to the authors because to do a single standalone RH is difficult right. in and of itself. So to do one like this as well as they did is, you know, kudos and hats off to you because it's so hard to develop a world, develop a relationship with three plus guys. So it's exactly. already four people. And then tie up all the loose ends for the big bads that happen. Like, right. you know, you can't have a thousand books, single book. Like, yeah. that's insane. But, you know, when it's done well, it's done well. It just definitely leaves that that super fan reader wanting more. So it's like, you yeah. know, it's on a cliff because it's a standalone. So you know you're not going to get that next one. So that's, I, I agree. Like, you kind of, I think that's why I'm a glutton for punishment with series because I know yeah. I'm going to get more. Like, it's like a right. crack at Like, you know, there's my fix. Right. So I, um... I agree that like it definitely left me wanting more. Yeah, I think um, like I don't even think I read many paranormal RH standalones. I feel like just the fact like you're saying, you know, paranormal and RH are such dynamic parts of a story that needs so much right. put mm -hmm. into part. Um, I would exactly. love to read more because you know that I could totally just bang out a couple standalones. But Is there more exactly. more? I'd love to get some wrecks because I honestly didn't even know that they existed like this. Like, you know, yeah, I didn't either. The Mafia RH was new to us. So I, I know would totally be there for a standalone paranormal RH or even just more paranormal RHs because like there are few and far between for those as well. There are definitely more out there than standalones, but I get oh. wrecks today. Any any size paranormal RH, I will literally devour. Like yes, um, honestly, I feel like that's just like more are are coming up because I feel like authors have. I don't want to say caught on because it's not like it's not like oh they need to do it. It's more they're just like oh my gosh, this is really interesting and I really want yeah. to devour or or dive yeah, into it. Yeah, I can totally see it being like a trend and not necessarily Bree saying like that they're copying, but when it's a trend, it's like, if it's something where the story is calling to you, or you may have like an inkling of an idea, and it's like, well, let me go ahead and just, you know, write mine up. But honestly, I don't mind when something I love is trending because then it gives me so much to devour. Like with every paranormal RH I read, and it's only my second one, but <laughs> with, <laughs> I keep wanting more. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, wait, no. I've read three now because we rejection. No, yeah, rejection. Obsession. With Kim Lorraine and Megan. Obsession. Obsession. Rejection <laughs> is the second one. Yes. That's the one we're reading. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with rejected mates, okay? <laughs> and that one has an interesting um, dynamic of species as well. I mean, this is like a great segue into the next part. I have yeah. not read Obsession <laughs> yet. I will. But that one has like a good mix, right? It has different um yeah, a vampire, vampire a priest um a werewolf shift, look, yeah werewolf shifters and a demigod oh yes yeah that's, like i'm i'm hell. ready i just and, I, I need to obviously and that's oh my god <laughs> 
that it audio is, is delicious. The audio is, is phenomenal. So, definitely like top 10 of one of my favorite audios of all time. And y'all know I listen to oh a lot God. of audios. Yeah, that says a lot. He's like, who? Like that is that is up there with like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about accents. When you like, you got Jason Clark and he is already like the An goat. Irish but you accent. You have him, yes, with an Irish accent and just, he already blows me away with his skill, but then to hear him do an accent, I'm like, are you for real right now? And then Aaron Shedlock has his, um, what kind of accent is that? Is it Scandinavian, Norwegian? Norse. Norse. He does his thing too. Like, it is, it is so good. All the boys like, choo train. <laughs> <laughs> and so jazz you listen like for reference you listen to like 200 to 300 audios a year is that about right yeah 327 i think was her she hit last year you, you know you know like a handful of them be like so, ebooks but like for handful. you to say though that that's a top 10 audio i'm just shook it <laughs> it's it's so good like I, the on, the only other one I can think to put on that list would be the Ravenhood trilogy. And again, that's another one with Joe Arden and Maxine. They freaking, I just. Yeah, the things I would do to that man's voice. No words. Yeah, so the, those two are in my top 10 of like favorite audios. I'm glad and, that I listened to the Ravenhood trilogy because I feel like it left more of an impact on me than reading it. What? <laughs> you still have to listen to the last one. Exactly. You have to listen to the to the finish line. It is literally like I know, I know, I will. Everything. <laughs> and we're gonna keep hassling you about it. It's downloaded, it's waiting. <laughs> I need it to be in ears. <laughs> exactly. You need to be writing saying, Hey y'all, this is what I'm listen, listening to. I need one of you to just come to my day job, sit at my desk, pose as me, <laughs> and then I'll go like, lie in the corner listening to my audio. <laughs> like this. I'll put my I'm glasses great. on for yeah. day. <laughs> oh. Just, like, look, Brie can't come to the desk right now because she is doing bookish things. Back off. Right. Literally. <laughs> um, but yes, um, I, I loved Obsession. We can't talk about it too much. Um, for spoilers, we are moving on to right. the second one, which is coming out um, in four weeks. June, June 12th 13th. or 13th. June 13th, yeah. it is coming out. They are doing, which I love when authors do this, they're doing rapid release. And they're doing- Oh, that's my favorite thing ever. Yes. I'm not waiting too long. And they're doing audio release on release day. And just shout out to Kim and Meg for that because the audio lover in me, y'all know that is what I look forward to. Yes! This same simultaneous audio release that just makes my heart so happy. It's amazing. <laughs> and I, I have to give it to them because the planning behind that, it's it's got to be like monumental because right. you know, uh, just having to have the book written, edited, exactly ready to go for audio, and then spun around, and you have four books that are doing that in rapid succession. That is some serious organizational skills. There. I was gonna say it's it's like, four books, right, in the series. Four books. Four and books. What's the series called like the overall name. The mate games yeah, yeah so definitely take a look at that um yeah the mate games they're, they're very rapid release but also um 
Kim Lorraine is a narrator, which I didn't know until recently. Um, I did not know that she was Stella Hunter. That is her, her narrator's name. And I love her voice. I love Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, it just clicked. Uh, <laughs> Where's the light go, bulb for you, jazz? <laughs> I was like, and it's so weird because we talked about this. So it's like, I knew it, but my brain didn't put two and two together. Because I'm like, the cast is phenomenal for the narrators and and having met them at indies which they are going to be there again this year so i cannot wait to see them again they will definitely be signing my obsession book um i want them to like sign everything like everything (laughs) and i believe that by november all of them will be out i think well i think I think that all of them will be yeah, out. If they're doing rapid, then yeah. 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 Because what, November. So it should be May, June, July, August. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. super excited about well, that uh, to get to like see all of them and um, like chit chat with them and everything like we did last year. So, yeah. yeah and it's always fun. so fun like seeing the narrator, seeing their excitement for it. Cause sometimes it's like their first time actually seeing the book in person that they actually narrated. So, I love seeing like, their happiness when it's like, oh, I finally get to see this book, or I haven't even seen this yes. book. Like, so or like that, they remember book. who they were in that book. Exactly. So they was like, oh, this was fun. I like this one. I'm like, oh, okay. I so loved it. I loved it. Um, I also liked having lunch with them. Like literally when they sat down at our table and I was like. Right. Like, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. Play it cool, play it cool. <laughs> it was the coolest thing that I had ever, like, done. And literally, like, I was sitting there with Allie and Hugh, and I'm, like, eating. And I'm, like, don't shove food in your mouth and then try to talk to these people. They talk for a living. Like, <laughs> they speak for a living. And Aaron was so funny because he just made me laugh the whole time. But He was, Just yeah. knowing that they are regular people and they're cool as fuck. Yeah, they are. They're seriously, they're so nice. And it's, it's so that's, cooler. It's always cool. I don't want to, um, I don't know if it's cooler, but it's, I think, even more cool that um, narrators, I feel like you never get to meet. Like, they you are don't. Like, so, the ultimate. I agree with you. Behind. It is. It's like. No, like authors, you at least probably get to see them on social media, but their face, right. their Facebook Live. But narrators, to like actually. Sometimes it's good and bad because I know some people don't want to like ruin what they imagine. But right. Just to right. Kind of get that in like the actual person. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But I agree with you, um, Brie, because like authors tend to go to more signings than narrators. So narrators are like at select signings. So I, I, really, I think it is like a, a, that extra cherry on top to be able to meet the narrator like and then especially if like them and the author are there you can have like their signatures by each other fantastic that's my favorite part my favorite part and i'm so jealous that you're going to vegas to meet joe arden i literally have i'll be there i literally have no chill and i'm going to have i'll be in disney talking to mickey (laughs) thinking about joe arden and you have to say hi to jasmine for me I'm jealous that you're going to Disney. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to Disney, and you guys are going I'm to like, Vegas. I'm, like, happy about Vegas, but I'm like, Disney's cool. I, <laughs> I, I am obsessed with Disney, so it's the only saving grace. But 
I would be in Vegas if I wasn't going to the happiest place on earth. So. <laughs> Your books will be there. Joe Arden will, will hands will grace those books of yours. You, so. I'm telling you, I'm going to send them in bubble wrap. Uh, you know what? Tell them to kiss my books. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, would that be weird to have him put, like, lipstick on to kiss the books? I'm literally, like, thinking of, like, how, what's a cool way to accent this that won't potentially get me kicked out of the time? <laughs> right. Like, what is too far? Like, I'm so sorry. Please don't be offended, but do you mind, like, Lick it. I just want you to lick it. <laughs> now, look here, brother. On this book. <laughs> I mean, it's better than that TikTok where the guy said that his dick was in the Guinness Book of World Records, and then the librarian told him to take it out. Whoa, what? <laughs> Did you guys not see that one? I know. A mental image here. <laughs> okay, so there's a TikTok. There's a TikTok. I want you to see, visualize, visualize, okay? There's a TikTok of this guy sitting back, and he has the Guinness Book of World Records, like, in his lap. And he goes, yeah, my dick is in the Guinness Book of World Records until the librarian told me to take it out. I don't think we wow. can ask Joe Arden that. No, I don't want him to stick his dick in my book. I just wanted to my book. <laughs> there are so many things that he can do with the BDE, but that, you, he can keep that BDE. There are many things that I want him to do to those books. That is not one. <laughs> I don't know. I never know with you, so I don't know. <laughs> Hi. I literally cannot even imagine if she was there in person to meet this man. Like, what I would, would come out him like house? a tree. I was just. I'm like say, we would. Yeah. I'm like we would. We would probably have to hold her back, and we would have to be like, "Well, we have to leave because our friends getting kicked out." So. <laughs> We're, arrested. We're going to need bail money. <laughs> what? <happened? laughs> I feel like we'd have to like slap her to like get her like attention. Like, wake up, right. wake up. <laughs> Ooh. All right. So, what are you guys reading now? <laughs> um, well, firstly, I have to mention I'm. I just finished it earlier. The Pierce Heart Duet by M. Robinson. Yes. Heather. Hands down, one of my favorite duets of this year. And it's probably going to make that that top list. I just been, the reads this year have been amazing, but that, uh, it blew me away. Like, I was texting Heather, like, you did not warn me that I was going to be crying at work and having these people look at, like, who's this crazy new girl who sits and cries at her desk? Like, what is going on? Like, I literally had to excuse myself and go to the bathroom, like, get it together, girl. You are in an office. Meanwhile, when you left, they're like, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> she doesn't work here. I don't know what you're talking about. Right? It was just, like, the twist. I did not see that twist coming. I was just, like, my jaw was on the floor. Like, I'm talking all the emotional feels, like, heart and my stomach lump in my throat like I was like you know the lump in your throat is like that serious you seriously about to like break down and I'm like just be cool just I, let, let it be regular tears like don't don't do too much <laughs> I love that book and it's so funny when I met her at the Boston signing uh she had seen my phone cover and it was Beauty and the Beast and I was like you know it's my favorite movie yes I'm a grown-ass adult and Beauty and the Beast is my hands-down favorite movie ever. And um, and she was like, you should read Choosing You, or Choosing Us, 
because that's where she was inspired by Beauty and the Beast. So all of those little like Easter eggs, innuendos for the movie, like it touched my heart. But the overall story for both books, Choosing Us and Choosing You, it totally like took my breath away. Like yeah. the way that it was written and just <clears throat> the way that it had you sitting on the edge of your seat needing to know what these characters were going to go through. Don't cry. Don't cry. I was just, I can't. I was like, what? I'm not. And then you're talking I to Jack. You don't have to. I couldn't, know. honestly, I could like, I didn't even start reading for like, usually when I finish the audiobook, I have the next one queued up. I didn't even know what to read. I had to like watch the Parkers because I had to like cleanse, cleanse my, my, my mind and my body and my soul because <laughs> that story just hit me everywhere. Like It was so good. And by the time I finished it, I'm like, I'm so glad that you read it because then I could chat with somebody. Yes. But I was like, this is such a good book. And it's it's one of her older books. But like it has like interconnected pieces for her other books too. Like I love that. I, I want to read them so bad. I wish they were in audio. The the Jameson brothers so are in audio. It. So the Jameson brothers? Yeah, Haley's mom. I want, I want Jackson and Haley. I need them in audio. So yeah, their her parents are in her other books. So um but it's just such a good story. So I think it's definitely it something that I would recommend for everybody to read as well. Or oh listen my gosh, to it, because it yes. is in audio. Yeah. Oh, and Hate Me. That's that's my other one. My new my new listen that I'm like less than an hour away from finishing. It is Step Brother, and it is just... Uh, it's that, that trope I was telling y'all about, the one where it's like, I hate you and can do mean things to you, but other people can't. Yes. Oh my God. Knox is freaking that. crazy, but I love him. <laughs> like, I it's not crazy, but it's like too. so good. I guess it would be like yes. a trope, right? Like a trope within. I feel like, yes, I feel like it's like kind of like a sub trope. Goes, yeah, a sub trope of like bully, maybe. Ooh, yeah, new words. I like new words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's just oh man, it's just so good. Like and before they even actually like had sex, I was like, this book has no what is it doing being so hot and they, they haven't even like did to do yet like <laughs> the tension the anxiety the bangs it was oh my god it was just palpable I was like feeling it like it was my own I was like shush <sighs> yeah what are you reading <laughs> um I have two arcs um a king. I have my phone out because I need to remember all this information. I have mine right here. <laughs> my brain is is yep, mine is here too. Right. Um, <laughs> a kingdom of flame and fury by Whitney Dean, who's um, that's her first like, oh, yeah. book. Yeah, I haven't heard of her. Um, she it's a dark fantasy, like enemies oh. to lovers. Oh my god, so good. Um, but it comes out May twenty sixth. Um. And then, right, like, let me put that down. Yes, yes. Um, and then Risky by Aurora Rose Reynolds, and that comes out May 24th. And that's um, single mom, um, broody alpha, but it's not really enemies to lovers. It's kind of like, is that Blake and Everly from from, from, from Rush? Like the first, yeah, yeah, yes, the second book. So, oh, that's exciting. Um, I actually really loved like. I really love Aurora Reynolds in general, but this series isn't connected to her other books in her world. It's like a separate world. Oh, it's so good because it's, 
I don't read like many cutesy romances anymore. I'm prim- primarily like dark or fantasy, <laughs> but like Aurora is one of my go-tos for like the cutesy small town vibes. But she's, she writes these like broody alphas so well that like they are sort of like still as dominant and commanding as like a yeah. dark one, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like the one that takes you by surprise because they're sweet and then they switch and they like, no. That literally. You know? like, it's like, okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this side of you, but okay. But I'm not mad. Like, I'm not mad. Right, right? exactly. <laughs> uh, what about you, Heather? I am, hold on, because I guess I gotta get my phone too. So I just <laughs> finished um, a new to me author. It's called Queen of the Night. She wrote a novella. I was told that it was her PA reached out to me to read this book. So this is still an arc. It's coming out. Uh, so it's Queen of the Night by Elizabeth Muse. Um, it was supposed to be like a dark Red Riding Hood retelling. I can see where it was kind of, I guess, inspired by the Red Riding Hood story, but it really wasn't. Like, it was its own entity. Um, Very good. The hard part about it is, like, with novellas, you have this great story, and then it's almost like it kind of gets cut short because it's ended, like, so quickly. I loved the the world building. Uh, Once I actually, like, got to understand, like, where everything was and, like, falling into place, I was like, oh, hot damn, like, look what you did. And then it was like, oh, hot damn, it's done. I want more. So it was really good. It was really cute. It was only like 155 pages. So very good story. I will read more of her. Um, Very eloquent in her, like, writing and words and, like, using words that uh, took me back to college. I was like, oh, god damn, like, I got to use the brains that I got. Um, (laughs) Like, she was eloquent when she spoke. Like, I think if I ever met her in person, I'd probably feel dumb but beautifully written <laughs> um and then i am just starting and when i just say just starting it's like i'm on page two like i don't even i couldn't even tell you what the characters names are yet uh, <laughs> i am reading nothing feels better by Britt benson uh that is coming out this month um again i'm only on page two so don't don't quote me on what's about yet. I don't know. Uh, but i am excited about it and then listening i am listening to rejection by Kim and Meg, and I'm also listening to Torn by Carrie and Chris. I love that. I love I every book she's reading. going on over here. I love but, the, yeah. the very, like, diverse books that we all just mentioned. Right. Yeah, like every. Literally a little bit of everything. Yeah. I needed, um, after, what was the book? Oh, after the M. Robinson duet. Yeah, I needed, hearts. like, something dark. So I couldn't jump right into the Britt Benson book. Like I needed a palate cleanser to like bring me back to like my center. <laughs> so because yeah. that one you was, do. You it need was a emotional, but so good. It's like that book hanger it, that I could the book hangover that I hangover. Could, yes, yeah. like I couldn't just like let's go into another one. Like yeah, I right. need that comfort go to. Yeah, yeah. In between, I to- I totally get that. <laughs> needed to you know recollect my thoughts and figure my shit yeah, out right so um what are we looking forward to for next month june oh, oh my gosh already the sixth month of the year that's not brush right. we're forecasting no, no. because I my birthday like to think forward you know like jesus halfway through i'm looking up my list because again i need to reference okay. things in my phone I, well <laughs> 
I have my list where rejection, even though, you know, I'm going to be starting that soon, but that comes out in June. Rejection by Kim Lorraine and Meg Ann. I have The Dirty Truth by my girl Winter Renshaw. Fling by Adriana Locke. My girl Lucy Score has a new one. Maggie Moves On. And this one is her first traditionally published book. So I'm like so excited for her. Like, go Lucy. Then we have The Devil You Know by Elizabeth O'Rourke. And I think, I'm not really sure if this one is going to be slow burn, but she does like some really good, amazing, deliciously slow burn. And then we have The Single Dad by Marnie Mann. And this is in that series with, um, I can't remember the brother's name, but it's like the billionaire, the lawyer, like that one. Yeah. The one that made me have to like run out and go get pancakes because they were eating them in the book. So yeah, it's like it's Ford's turn. So I'm excited. So that's my list for June. <laughs> the only thing I'm looking forward to is Jay Bree's book, I think. I was going to say, yeah, that's uh, Tragic Bonds. I think that's, June twenty something, um, and I think actually the Guild book might be coming out. In that is, Kate just oh, announced yeah. that it uh, arcs will be ready in June um, for like the late June release. Um, I'd love to read an arc, but I'm not famous enough for that stuff. So. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I would love. To we can. Un- we can arc, only hope. But I'm not famous enough. <laughs> One day, have, um, an arc giveaway actually in the group. Um, I think it's like running this week, but it was like, explain just, just for the chance to win, explain why you would like, you know, love the arc. And I was, I just commented, I was like, I need it to live. And I haven't even read, I haven't even read the guild. Like the first read like book. the first book, but it's like, just you like haven't even read the first two, but there. you need the third. I mean, I was literally, I just, I need it. <laughs> Depending if you on don't day, give me this, you I would will be responsible her, like, my for what happened. Child, like does that count? <laughs> depending on what day it is, I would totally give her my firstborn, even my uh, second and thirdborn, depending on the day. Yeah, like, but you have to like ship her your kid. Like that's going to be really expensive. Well, that's because she lives exactly. with kangaroos. Like her mailman is upset. Gun cost for the cost of shipping. That's not media that's mail. <laughs> right. It is like a large package. <laughs> <laughs> I and get you need so insurance. Sick. You need insurance in case that gets lost. Like, right? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I'm telling you, it's the killer kangaroos that are hiding by the mailboxes because that is why shipping is so expensive, and it kills me. But then it also kills me because I want to go to Babe next year. Exactly same. Oh my god! And I need to find a fucking billionaire to you know get some sugar from. I need one of these exactly I need one of these billionaires we always reading about to like there's, there's, come with um, me away babe or bray one of the two and then there's the ball gowns one that's babe so babe, that's babe. Australia. Yeah. it's ball gowns and books event okay that's one so, in Australia I think the two babe and bray I think are within two weeks apart and I, I don't know if they do this on purpose, but I think I think um, for the U.S. people who attend and they go to like Australia or if they if they planned it in Europe, you know, depending on where it is for the year. Um, so you can stay two weeks. You do the first signing the one week, the second signing the next week. And I'm like, I need to do this. I can't even I afford to get there. And you want me to stay two weeks? I but also I need to eat. To I need to keep a roof over my house. I need exactly. to my children. 
I mean, just, I could not feed my husband. I, I don't like, do it. He can feed himself. But I'm pretty sure that social services would frown upon me choosing Australia over the livelihood of my family. But I might do it. I'm not saying I wouldn't. We have international book friends. Like, I'm sure that they have. I honestly don't know us. any in Australia because if I did, I would be like, hey, I'm going to be in your city. Please take I volunteer as tribute. Or I we're going to go there, on. we're going to be on the side of the road in a cardboard box trying to fend <laughs> off those killer spiders. So, I mean, <laughs> Jesus. there are choices. Oh I'm literally like, I'm terrified. I want to go, but I'm literally terrified because all you hear and see are pictures of all the dangerous animals that live in Australia. You know what's crazy, it's- though? I'd rather go to Australia and, like, like face the wrath of these crazy bugs than go to, like, Europe by myself, possibly, because I feel like I've watched Taken. What? I know. No, I'm sorry, no. Immediately, no. Taken? (laughs) Immediately, no. (laughs) Wait, you'd rather be Taken than, like... A killer spider? Those spiders are as big as a human being. I was just rather the human being take me. Than Taken, okay? (laughs) So I've I've seen Taken, I have seen Hostel, where those those backpackers in Europe get taken in Amsterdam. So the way that I'm set up, mm, no. Yeah, my, I don't, my parents I don't, I don't know Liam Neeson in real life, and I don't know the Jungle Man. Either. So you know what? I might just stay here. Where look, look. The third option, Bree, that you didn't give is to stay here, like Kevin said, in the U.S. Listen, I am trying to live my best life, okay? Don't hinder me. <laughs> I'm going to just apply for, like, every giveaway that any of my favorite authors in Australia is, and New Zealand do. Is there, like, a book? Is there a book signing visa we can get that'll make our trip? Well, maybe when they come here. Like, I just need, like, a gigantic tennis racket bug zapper. <laughs> like, for real. Like, I need, like, super... Ultra resistant book. book I don't repellent. think that's like TSA approved, but I'm sure they would make an, an exception. <laughs> like, look, I mean, I they're just to gonna be like, "Why is this girl walking around here in a hazmat suit?" Oh, she's going to Australia. She's good. She needs that. <laughs> she needs that. <laughs> the only thing I'd be excited about running into is like a koala, but then. Really, I don't think they're that friendly either. <laughs> well, like, I wonder honestly, though, how, like, these Australian authors come to the States and they're just like, oh, your biggest, scariest thing is cicadas. Like, this is nothing, you know? Like, I don't, right. I don't know how they do it. Like, this must be a walk in the park. <laughs> I, yeah. see, I, I just, it wouldn't be me. Like, I'm scared of regular bugs. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm running from bees. <laughs> Like, bumblebees don't care. Well, we learned about the bee penises this week. The, the women do. The women have stingers. The men don't, the queen, but the women have queen stingers. bees have a stinger. But, you know, I, I'm scared of regular American bugs. International bugs. I, I can't do international bugs. Like, And then what about, like, I get bit. And then I'm stuck there because, like, I'm allergic to international bug stuff. And guess what? You know you ain't coming home if you get bit. You're going to have to stay there and heal up. I'm come home. So I'd be stuck there because I'm poor now and I live on the side of the road with the bugs. 
You can get tested for these allergies. Test <laughs> <laughs> me for the, the Australian bugs. <laughs> Which ones, ma'am? All of them. All, All of them. them. <laughs> big big tangent but um hopefully we will be recording again next week uh we have a lot of big things coming up and um a couple of authors that we have reached out to to talk to so that's all going to be coming soon and we will talk to you guys next week Bye. bye